You're listening to the Wave of Praise Christian Radio. Catch the wave. Catch the wave. Praise the Lord, LJ Renee. What's going on? Hey, Twyla. You know what? It's such an exciting day today, I guess, for most of us. I mean, when we look out and we see the the um, the weather, it was real sunshiny. The clouds had given way to the sun, and I had my top down rolling through the city. I mean, yet that was a good thing just to get out to do that. Hey, man, I know that the seasons, they are a-changing, and fall is officially upon us. It sure so. is. I hate to see the the summertime go, but I like fall. It's the wintertime, and I know this is something that you like is wintertime, but when it gives way to winter, I mean, you can't do nothing about it. You just might as well roll with it, but that's not my season right there, but I know it's yours. As you know, as sure as God is God, the seasons, (laughs) they will continue to come Mm -hmm. and continue to go because he has ordered them. And they will follow. The and they will follow. Yes, yes, they will. He said it would always be. Always. Always be springtime and harvest. So that's the thing. And the only the other thing that I don't like is that the chime is changing. And so it's getting darker quicker. And I really like the long days. I do, too. The long daylight. Something yes. about the light, you know. Oh, my goodness. I, I think that Jesus would be is so. the light of the world. Yes, something he is. about that light. Something we just love about the that light. light. It is. Amen. So, so you know, I have a, a verse that I would love to talk about in Psalms 81. Okay. And recently I have been reading from the Passion Translation Bible. And I know that you said that uh, Sister Grace used to utilize the Passion Bible. I, I'm fairly new to using it, but I am loving it. it they don't have the entire Bible translated in the Passion That's Translation. It. But they do have, I think it's the Psalms, maybe the Proverbs, I'm not sure about it Proverbs, is. but it's the Psalms and the New Testament. And um, I am loving the Passion Bible Translation. So I want to use that today, and I want to re- read a verse out of Psalms 81 and verse number 10. And I will read it. I, actually, it probably wouldn't, wouldn't uh it probably would be helpful to read it in both the King James since most people may not have used the Passion Bible yet. So I just want to make sure that they um recognize the verse that I am reading. And so I'll read it in in verse uh Psalms 81 verse 10 from both the King James and from the Passion. I'll read the King James first. It says, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it. Mm. And in the Passion Bible, the same verse 10 of Psalms 81 says, I am your God. I am your only God, the living God. Wasn't I the one who broke the strongholds over you and raised you up out of bondage? Open your mouth with a mighty decree. I will fulfill it now. You'll see the words that you speak. So shall it be. And that's what I'd love to talk about for a few minutes. So shall it be. Wow. Can you lead us in prayer? Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word, for your word gives us light. 
Oh, God, in the dark place, your word gives us light. Your word gives us strength. Your word, God, gives us promise. Your word gives us the command. And, God, when we are obedient to it, God, we will see the blessings of the Lord, dear God, upon us even the more. So, Father, we thank you today. Even as, Lord, as we read the scripture in Psalms 81 and 10, dear God, it brings delight to our soul, God, as we speak Oh, Father, as we open our mouths with the words that you've given us, dear God, you said you will back it up, oh, God, in the name of Jesus and say, and say, see, won't I fulfill it? Father, I'm reminded in your word, you said you shall send forth your word and it shall accomplish in the very place wherein you sent it. So, Father, we thank you in the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that you've given us the power and the authority, oh, God, through the words that we speak when they line up with what you you, dear Father, have already commanded and already have established in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we thank you. So, Lord God, we open wide our mouths even right now that, God, that even on this radio broadcast, that, Lord, we speak and declare the word of the Lord so that the listeners will hear and they will join in as well, dear Father God, with your word and begin to speak. For you said, God, to speak to the mountain and say, be thou removed and be cast into the sea. And you said it shall be done. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, as we, O oh God, begin to open our mouth wide, as the word of God begins to flow from our hearts out into the atmosphere, that, God, that we will see a great move. We will see your hand move. We will see the promises, dear Father God, coming forth in the precious name of Jesus. There's so much that, God, that we have to speak to our communities and our families, our homes, God, in the nation. Oh, God, on our jobs, Father, and into the lives of those whose souls are barren, oh, God, who are in need of that great water whose soul is thirsty father for you so father god we thank you we declare your word in this place in the precious name of jesus christ we pray amen and amen 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 powerful prayer you know i i have been uh worshiping with a radical group of believers over mm. at world harvest church since COVID, mm -hmm. because when much of the church seemed to be uh, still at home, these these radical believers were physically gathering themselves together as the manner of some is, and they were worshiping God. And so at that point, after having been, you know, in quarantine at home for so long, I really wanted to get back out into the house of worship. And, you know, we have always visited there. Um, even you guys would come from Dayton and, and so forth. And we visited there during their camp meetings mm -hmm. and revivals and special meetings. So when I saw that they were, as I was flipping through YouTubes and internets, when we were all home, where I thought we were all home having church, but there were some that were, and I know you guys in Dayton were always gathering as well, but there were some here that were gathering and I just needed to go out and be amongst them. And, and ever since then, you know, they move in such a, they've always moved in such a powerful prophetic uh, anointing. And so ever since then, I've just been, I just been, you know, drawn there and, and worshiping with them. And one of the things they would do is as the pastor would begin quoting, and again, I wasn't super familiar with the Passion Bible, he would begin quoting, um, saying, open your mouth 
And the, the whole congregation would finish the verse with a mighty decree. And then he would pick it up and say, I'll fulfill it now. And they all say, you'll see. And it was like a back and forth. And they were quoting this, right? So I thought, since it rhymed especially, I thought it was one of his sayings. Because mm. he has a lot of sayings that, you know, he's written, I don't know, 100 books. So he has a lot of his own personal sayings. I thought it was something that he had said. And they had learned, you know, to quote back and forth. And then... One time when they were quoting it out loud, he he referenced uh, Psalms 81. And I was like, what? This is a scripture. And so I went and found it. And I think they put it up on the screen, actually, or something. And ever since then, I read this almost daily because it is powerful. And I read almost every scripture I read now. I look to see if there is if, if it is also a translated via the Passion Bible. But this is a powerful verse because as believers who walk by faith and not by sight, as believers who daily pray that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be pleasing and acceptable in God, as believers who pray that we oh, that we speak forth uh, as oracles of God because we have hidden his word in our hearts, as believers who know the word of God and know that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If you have hidden in his word in your heart and out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks, then the decrees that you make will be decrees that are saturated in the word mm -hmm. of God, decrees that are anchored in the truth of the living God. So when I speak forth, I, and then that that is how you can also say the words of my mouth will be pleasing and acceptable to God because the words of my mouth are anchored in the word of God, the truth of God. And they testify of the things of God. So that is how you, you do that. First of all, you've got to know the word. You've got to hide it in your heart. And then you've got to, by faith, uh, move with a with a, uh, a boldness and a confidence to decree and declare that word, to know that these are not just words on a page I am reading, yes. but this is a living gospel. And it applies to me. He didn't just make promises to my forefathers and the apostles and those who came before me, but he's made these precious, holy promises to me. And I can apply this word. It's alive and it's quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. I can apply this word to my life. I can lay claim to the promises in my life and I can open my mouth with a mighty decree according to the word of God and watch him fulfill it now and watch the things that I say as I speak forth as uh, an oracle of God. I can speak forth the word of God, the decrees of God, and I can say that he will bring it to pass. So Shall it be? And you know that part where it says, open your mouth wide. You know, I look at it, it's not mumbling, but the word open your mouth wide is a command to speak boldly and confidently of and declaring the word of God. And like you said before, it has to be based upon the word of God. What he has spoken to you, whether it's through a prophetic word or whether it's through reading the Bible, uh, you and the desires that he placed in your heart, because he said he'll give you the desires of your heart and you understand, you feel that you, you know, you can begin to start declaring those words in the atmosphere and what and with confidence, with boldness and declare what God says. And he said, show so shall it 
B. That that's awesome to me. So shall that's it awesome. be? That and means I'll, I'll back it up. I'll, I'll back it up. That. Matter of fact, I was looking up the word shall, and it says it says use in making a uh, a promise, a command, and it says or even a threat. And it says this shall is a word of command. It is imperative. It's mandatory. Insisting on immediate ten- attention. Or obedience. So that word shall is a very strong word. It, it has no room for doubt. It has no room. Well, will it be? Well, well, did he say it or did he not say it? Or But no, when you hear the word shall, it means that it is already established. It's already it brings, written. It, it, it brings an expectation. Yes, it does. Yes, it and is. That, and that is, that is the way that the word of God is anyway. When he speaks a thing, you know that the scripture says that that none of his word, it says in two places, it says all of the glorious promises of God, not one of them has ever fallen Fall to the, the ground, ground unfulfilled. And then it also says that his word goes out and it does not return, return That's right. unfulfilled. In other words, it goes out pregnant and with a command over it and it will come to pass. He guards his word to perform it. He wants you and I to move in that same confidence and faith when we are speaking his word so that when we speak for the word of God, that we speak it with expectation that mm. he will bring it. That to he pass. will bring it. And you know what, Twyla, too, uh, I looked it up. It was talking about even the law. And it says it's not open to appeal or challenge. It is final. And, you know, he said it is finished. And the word he said, who who can challenge me? Who can reverse my plan? Who can give me counsel. I mean, that's the word. That's that's the attitude in which he's speaking. He says, when I said, who can appeal it? Who can really challenge it? And it will prosper. What I say is final. And so it says, and so shall it be. So shall it, so it is written, you know, and even in another scripture, in the latter part of that scripture in Isaiah 45, 11, it says, it says, and concerning the work of my hand, he said, command ye me. It's not that we're telling God what to do. That's not, you know, what I'm saying. That whatever we want, we command, and He's supposed to fulfill it. He's not a genie, but He's saying according to my word, you command this thing, and He says, "I'll back it up." And basically, what He's saying: set yourself in agreement with my word. Now that's good. And when you apply faith to my word, you will see me bring it to pass. And that verse that I was referring to, Joshua 21 and 45, that's where it says not one, not one, not one of all of the promises God made to the children of Israel was left unfulfilled. Everything he had spoken came true. Come on now. That is how the Lord, he is true to his word. If you will put yourself in agreement with his word. In agreement. And, and really it's not, uh, believe it or not, it's not that God is doing what you said do. God is doing what his word, word That's right. And you're setting, so it's not like God is moving to where you are. Really, when you make the mighty decree with expectation and faith, you're moving to where God is. In other words, this is what he's promised. This is what he said is possible. And when I am shifting over to put myself under the open windows of heaven that I might fulfill, uh, that I might 
might receive the fulfillment of that word. See, he didn't shift to, to meet you. You shifted to meet him. Absolutely. He's always been God. And, and you know what? The thing about it is this is, you know, in the world they say, you know, if you do a habit 21 times, it, it well, it's no longer. It takes 21 it, days to form. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 21 days of doing a thing to form a to habit. To form a habit. So that means this. So the more you say it, the more it gets established in your heart and the more you believe the more you speak you're you're moving like you said you're coming in agreement with God and you're moving along with God according to his word and so when the enemy comes to say oh that's not going to happen or that I remember one time I was uh we were talking I was an individual I was talking to and um I had mentioned there was a, uh, I couldn't figure out, the doctors couldn't figure out what was going on with my, they felt it was my heart. So they had given me a, a, a little machine to attach to my heart so that it could regulate to see if it was missing any beats or anything like that. And, but, and it wasn't, you know, the, the, the final determination that, you know, nothing was wrong, but I was talking to this in individual and she says to me, she says, well, I believe you have AFib. She said, that's what it is. And I stopped her in her tracks because I remember the word of the Lord about healing. And she said, oh yeah, I know that's what it is. I said, you know what? And I told her this, I said, you know what? I don't know what God promised you, but what he promised me is that I'm, right. that I'm here and I'm telling you it shut her mouth she matter of fact she looked with me with a little disdain but I didn't care but that was a fiery dart right there and I just remember what God had told me I said I and I did I said, I said now I don't know what God promised you but I know what he <laughs> promised me and that is not going to be my, my my lot that's not on me and so Amen. that's that's the that's the coming into agreement. And when I spoke it just like that, I even shocked myself in the sense I felt the people say the anointing, and that's what it was. I felt that thing when when it came out of my mouth like that. Yeah, I felt it, and I knew that that word was blocked from trying to to plant a seed in my heart, and I just knew that. Amen. You know, I remember when I was heading into surgery, and I was talking to the physician prior to and sometimes experimentally and out of precaution, they remove lymph nodes when you're having certain kinds of surgery, they remove it out, out of an abundance of caution. And I said, um, I don't think I want my lymph nodes removed. Um, and so we had a long conversation about it mm. and we came down on, you know, an agreement, you know, as I was going into surgery, if he didn't find such and such during the, uh, biopsy while I was in surgery, then he would not remove my lymph nodes. And so my decree was that he mm, would not remove my up. lymph nodes. And I recall the first thing I did when I woke up is I said, Hey, do I still have my lymph nodes? And they said, yes, you do. And that, and that's it. You just got to make that decree. You know, one of the most, uh, famous decrees in the scripture that most people, even the unchurched know very well and can for the most part, quote it, they probably don't realize they're, they're quoting a decree, but it does need to be mixed with faith. But one of the most prominent and uh, uh, famous decrees that we make out of the word of God is Psalms 23. 
Uh-huh. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I, I shall. Not want. He, he said? will make me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me. He was making mighty decrees. Yes, he, he was. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for, yea, though I walk through the valley of this. I mean, he was making mighty decrees. And and the Lord, you speak that because we, we will quote those during funerals. We'll quote those during church services. Well, some people quote it when they go to sleep at night, but quote it with whatever it is that you're quoting or decreeing or declaring, mix it with confidence and faith. And even when your faith is tested and tried, you what you want to do is say, Lord, give me a hope where I can hope against hope. Sometimes what you are believing God for seems so daunting and so, you know, like far-fetched sometimes. Yes. So far-fetched and impossible that it seems hard to grasp. Just ask God for hope because faith is the substance of things hoped hope for. for so on, right girl. now I just got hope. All I got is the anchor as the anchor of my soul is hope, hope against hope. When you don't know what else to do, keep on hoping and God will take that hope and make a substance out of it that soon before you know mm, it, mm, you remember mm, in mm. the movie, the help when the uh, maid was teaching the young girl, one of the declarations she said over and over to her child, yes. and you probably had declarations made over you as a child, hopefully good ones. Mm-hmm. But she said, repeat after me. And the little child would say, she would say to the child, you is kind, mm-hmm. you is smart, yep. you is important. And the little girl be two years old. She said, I is kind, I is smart, I is important. By the time that two-year-old has quoted that all of her life, as she grows up, guess what? Nobody be able to tell her anything different. That's right. That's right. She's kind. That's right. And then her 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 belief will then form her actions. She believes she's smart. And so no one will be able, as you said, to tell her otherwise that she's dumb or stupid. And she believes she's important, that she has a right to be in the room. So we need to make mighty decrees Many of us uh, speak over our children and have our children speak back to us such decrees as this. And sometimes children get in the presence of people that are not good influencers, influencers, and they will speak negative things. And you better be certain that just as the positive decrees, words, yeah. and just as they are powerful in the life of those who embrace them, so are the negative decrees. When people tell you you're stupid, you'll never amount to anything that you it, you're never going to be able to do it that's how you said you cut that person off when they said oh you probably have a figure whoa 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 you've got to stop that stuff mm-hmm. because the bible says listen if you ever wanted to know what it means when it says that that um casting down every uh, wicked imagination and every high thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of god that's what it means Thanks. when you begin to speak into yes. my life Things that are against the word of God are counter to the word of God. That's a wicked imagination. That's an unclean thought that's trying to exalt itself over the knowledge of God. The knowledge of God says, I am free. If anyone comes saying any other thing, that is a curse and I'm casting it down. The knowledge and the truth of God says that I am more than a conqueror, that I am that I am beloved of God. He tells us so many things about who we are are in Christ Jesus. And when anyone or 
anything. Like the Bible says you are healed. When they were come to putting, trying to put diseases and things upon you, you did exactly what we as a people of God have to do. We have to cast down those thoughts, cast out those imaginations, because if you let them take root in your heart, then guess what your heart will be filled with? Mm. Doubt, fear, and unbelief. And then guess what your mouth will speak? Doubt, fear, and out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. If I hear your conversation, I know what's in your heart. You know what, uh, the thing about it, when you when we talk about decree, um, it, w- the word carve out, I was listening to someone talk about making a decree. And as I'm listening to the individual, uh, the word came to carve out. And I sat there and I meditated on that. When you make a decree, you are establishing you're carving out a path. You're establishing something. And you are making that path. So when I decree something in the atmosphere, whatever is blocking it, a wall, or whatever it is in the spirit realm, that decree is tearing down, is splitting that uh, obstacle into, and it's going to make a path right through it and to establish exactly that which you are uh, uh, declaring. So declaring also means that you're carving out a path. It's just, Absolutely. just like, let's put it like this. Have you ever went to the, um, the grand, um, grand Canyon and you see where the, these lines are, are, have, are on the, on the rocks and you ask, well, what does that, what is that? And what it is, is that it used to be, uh, even at that height, it was the river that was flowing through those rocks every day, every time consistently, and it ended up marking the rocks, and it ended up carving out a new path. And so when I think about that, when that decreeing, you are carving out a path to make way for that word to come forth. Whatever is standing in the way of, of that declaration, when you make a decree, you're declaring that thing to move out the way. You're carving out a path. Amen. And you know, in the Bible, over and over and over again, the kings would make decrees. And to your point, when they make a decree, it did carve out a path. In other words, this is now the rule Mm -hmm. that we will abide by. And then they would often make consequences to those who did not abide by the rule. You remember Naaman when, and, and many times because, because, People knew that a king's decree in the Bible days was the law of the land. So they would often try to deceive the king to make a decree when they wanted to get the people of God in trouble. Then the the enemies of the people of God would often try to uh, deceive the king to make a decree that they knew the people of God would not abide by or they suspected the people of God would not abide by. And then they knew they had them. If the king makes a decree that you cannot pray or that you can only pray to him or to his uh uh, to his um, demigods, and then they know that Daniel prays to the to the uh, God of the Jews, the Yah- Yahweh, Jehovah. Then we will have him, or we will get him to deny his God, one or the other. Mm-hmm. If 
if the king makes a decree that that you have to do this or you have to do that, and we know the people of God are normally opposed to it, then we know we will have them. And so that's what evil men often did. But thanks be unto God, he says in the Bible, and he showed us many times over, that he will take what men meant for evil and he will turn it around for your good. What the enemy meant for evil, mm. he'll turn around for your good. So when so when they tried to catch the Hebrew boys, uh, you know, and, and catch them opposing the decree of the king, what ended up happening, and they threw them in the fire as a consequence, what ends up happening is God comes to their defense in the midst of the fire. The king sees it. All the people witness it and testify of it. And then they get more elevated in the eyes of the king than they were before. And the evil men who threw them in the fire, what they meant for evil, God turns around for their good. And those who built the, those who turned the heat of the fire up are the ones who ended up being consumed Mm -hmm. by the fire. And, And it happened over and over and over again, where you, you, you tried to set a trap for me as a as a uh, person of God, a person of faith. And it looks like here's the thing, though, here's the kicker that we as people of God have to remember. And when you're going through it, this is not the easy lesson to get. It looks like the evil people are prevailing. Mm. In other words, they they end up getting the king to go along with their with their scheme. They end up uh, you end up defying the order and getting tossed in the fire, tossed in the den of lions or whatever it might be. And then lo and behold. So, you know, you'd be like, whoa, some of us, woe is me. I'm following the Lord and he's allowed this evil to come upon me. But just hold on, hold on, wait, believe to see the goodness of God in the Mm. land of the living. Do not be afraid. Do not be fearful. God has this thing and he's going to work it out. So it might look like you're down for the count. It might look like the enemy is prevailing in his evil ways, but lo and behold, God has set them in slippery places. And like a flash of lightning, he will cause their foot to slip and their ways to be exposed and their plots to be upended. God Mm. is faithful. Not one, not one, not one of all of his glorious promises that he's made to you will ever go unfulfilled. Mm. He is a, he is a, he is the ultimate promise. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And even to go back, that's a good example. Even to go back to the word carve out, I was just looking at something and the, 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 the words is, uh, with carving out, I'm thinking to myself, looking at these words, I'm like, man, this is so awesome. It means to construct, make a blueprint or follow a blueprint. It says to usher in, fix, and to sculpt. I'm looking at this and I'm saying, oh, my God, do we realize how powerful God's word is? We always say that God will make a way out of no way, that when our back's up against the wall, then he comes through. He opens a door. And that declaration is exactly God backing you up, making a way out of no way. Why? Because you have declared, you have decreed, you have constructed, you have released it. In, out into the atmosphere, and he's going to usher this thing. You're cutting the path so that that word, that promise, it is just ushered in. You know, when you make a decree, you, you're fixing something that is stable. It can't be moved. I mean, and that's the reason why, Twyla, think about it. 
We were even talking about this even uh, Monday in prayer when you prayed a powerful prayer um, to, to be able to it, it, declare and decree creates. You know, you're creating something. You're imagining. It was on Sunday when we were talking about that. You, you What you can imagine, God is saying, you can just imagine, baby. I, I, it could be done. He said, I'll do exceedingly, abundantly above all that you asked or think. If you just open your mouth wide and you speak it. He's like, it's like, I'm, I'm just waiting for you to imagine because that what you imagine, I will do even greater than that. And I'm telling you, there is so much that's in us. And I believe that if we ask God, God, what, what, you know, caused me to, to, to see what you see, what even the desires that are in your heart that you think you cannot even shake, uh, begin to just repeat that. It, it's like, I can't seem to shake this. It could be an invention. It could be, uh, 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 anything open your mind and imagine and begin to speak it and put it before the Lord. And he's saying, listen, you take your delight in me and I'm going to do it. And that's what Amen. we're talking about. Create, imagine. And that comes from, listen, you have people saying, I knew when I was three years old, I was going to be a doctor. Mm. I, I knew, uh, you know, when I was a certain age, young, I knew that I was going to be a policeman. I, I mean, I knew, you know, that's what they'll say. And as a result, their words carved out a path for them. And so it can be done. Even, um, you know, you might think your time has passed, but it can be done. I'm even and, getting and excited know, over all this. And, and God is so amazing because he says, I will do exceeding yes. abundantly above. I mean, how many adjectives do we need there? Exceeding abundantly above. Any one of those so, alone is any one of those alone is extraordinary. But, but put all three of them together. That's right. Exceeding but think about this, Twyla. Above everything, everything you ask, think or dream big. That's dream right. Dream big. Sometimes you can't even imagine the things God has in store for. Listen, do you remember when Jehoshaphat and the children of Israel mm -hmm. were going to battle and uh, God says, you don't need to fight in this battle. Here's what I want you to do. Set yourself, stand ye still and see the salvation of God. I want you to go forth and bless the Lord. Then listen, it had to sound crazy. It must have sounded ridiculous. These men have these men that come against us, they are numerous. They have weapons. They are fierce. They want to kill us. But you want us to raise our hands and go forth and worship. But do what he says and watch what he does. Mm. Do what he says and watch what he does. So shall it be. They went forth blessing the Lord and they could never have imagined how God was going to do that thing. His ways are not our ways. He caused ambushment between in the camps of the enemy so that they listen. I can't kill you because I don't have a weapon. He told me just raise my hands and bless the Lord. My hands are my weapon. My praise is mm. my weapon. And he says, go forth and bless the Lord. And look what he did. Joshua, march around the city of Jericho. I just want you to march. Don't even say anything. Just keep doing it for a few days. And then on the seventh day, I want you to do it seven times. I mean, it sounds ridiculous. It sounds crazy. But watch what he does. We, I know we sing a song all when I was growing up, I used to hear them sing a song. The Joshua fought the battle of Jericho and the walls came tumbling down. The truth is the wall fell flat. It mm. didn't tumble. It 
fell flat at the command of God, at the precise timing of God in due season when it was when it was the right time and Joshua had done and fulfilled the command of God. The Lord spoke the word and the wall, it didn't tumble, it fell flat. Moses, what do you have in your hand? I just got this little rod right here. Stretch it out over the vast yes. red sea and watch what, stretch it where? Do what? Just watch what I will do through you obeying me. I mean, can, even to this day, when I watch it, every time I watch it in a movie, depicted in a movie, it is one of the most mind-blowing, miraculous, wonderful mm. things I could ever see. How God allowed the the millions of people of Israel to, to walk on dry. It wasn't muddy water. It was muddy ground. It was dry. He split the sea and dried the ground. And then when Pharaoh tried to pursue, he caused He's them caught, to drown sure in did. the sea. I mean, these are miraculous, mind-boggling things that God does. Who could you? There is not a person alive before it happened that could have imagined God would stand the Red Sea up on the left and on the right, dry the ground and cause you to walk through. No, I don't believe one person could have come up with that. But God, he is so amazing. All you've got to do is open your mouth, fill it with a mighty decree according to his word. Now, what Moses, Moses didn't say, Lord, part the sea. What Moses did is he stretched, he obeyed yes, the he Lord. Did. He stretched for this rock. He believed to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Open your mouth, fill it with a mighty decree. God will fulfill it. You will see. So shall it B, when you make your decree according to the word of God, he is saying to all of heaven to come down and fulfill your word for he, the angels carry out, they are ministering spirits carrying out the will of God. So he will cause them to fulfill that decree that you have made. And he puts his seal upon it saying, so shall it be, you know, in court, they say, so be it. So shall it be. It is as they have spoken. Come on now. And it shall be as they have said. That's exactly what it is. That's what it is. That's what shall means. It's a command. It's imperative. It's mandatory. Yes, it is. Man. Well, I'm telling you, that that's a powerful, powerful message. So shall it be. And you know, one of the other verses um, that I like to to speak as I'm making my mighty decrees is the one that you had mentioned when I had uh, initially had this discussion with you about this Psalms 81, you had mentioned the uh, scripture, I believe in Proverbs that talks about the, uh, the wisdom of God, how we need to just ask for God for the wisdom of, mm. it, it talked about what wisdom was and, yes. and, and, and spoke of wisdom as a person. And you know what? He's and God says that ask of me and I will give it to you liberally because he 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 delights to give us his wisdom. No, that's in and James so when, that part. But James, yeah, but I did James. talk about uh, Proverbs. Yeah. Yep. And and that's that's it. As I am speaking the word of God and making the decrees, as I am decreeing and declaring that I am walking in the wisdom of 
God, the wisdom that he gives from on high, the wisdom that defies the senses of men, the wisdom that allows me to make decisions that are rooted and grounded in the word of God, decisions that my mind cannot begin to perceive or analyze or even understand many times, but it is the wisdom of God that allows me to move according to his word and and make decisions that are pleasing in his presence. I thank God that I am filled with the wisdom of God, that I am filled with the knowledge and understanding of God, that I am walking in the spirit of understanding, that his favor is all over my life. You've got to begin to make your mighty decrees over yourself, over your family, over your circumstances, that I am more than a conqueror, that I, that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, that I will not quit. I will not give up. I will not be in despair. I will not be discouraged that God has not given me a spirit of fear. So doubt and fear and unbelief will not take resident in my heart. But as I walk this walk of faith, that I do so uh, with confidence in the son of the living God, yes. that I am who he said I am and I can do everything that he said I can do. I speak it and he brings it to pass because I speak it according to the word of God. Even when we pray, he said, if you believe that I hear you when you pray and you pray according yes. to my word, that you already have your petition. It's already because you have made a decree that is a because, like I said, he doesn't move to where I am. But when I make decrees that are that are bathed in the word of God, I am moving to where he is. The word of God is already on a course to come to pass. I am setting myself in the path that says, Lord, I set myself in agreement with it. So everything that you bring to pass, according to this, I am a recipient of the fulfillment of this promise. Amen. I set myself in agreement with your word that as you began, because he said, not one of all of his glorious promises that he he made to us has ever fallen to the ground unfulfilled. He carries out every single promise. Are you in position to receive of God that which he has promised? Are you in the right place at the right time? Is your heart open to believe, to see the goodness of God in the land of the living? Open your mouth with a mighty decree. You don't feel good in your body? Listen, there is no sin to, to not feeling good in your mm. body, but what you have to do is speak over your own life, over your own body, that I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. Does that mean I don't get sick? Absolutely not. I've had surgeries. I've been sick. I've been down before. But every single time I am speaking the word of God in faith that by his stripes, I might be going for a, for a test. I might be going for a surgery or a procedure. I might have to take medicine. But as I do, I'm speaking over myself that I amen. am healed by the stripes of and Jesus amen. Christ. And you know what he said of the lepers when he healed them? The Bible said, as they went, 
they were healed. Mm. So you've got to walk this thing out. you got to keep on moving by faith. You can't just stand, move by faith. If you believe him, then move like you believe him. Oh my him. God. Move, move like he's doing what you believe him to do. If you really believe that on the corner of 3rd and 5th Street, there's a pot of gold, you will get yourself up from where you are and get to 3rd and 5th Street to redeem what you believe is there waiting on you. If you believe God is going to do what he promised, what you are expecting him to do, then you start living like it. You start believing like it. You start ordering your, you start uh, moving like it's going to happen. You know, you gotta, you gotta prepare yourself to be the recipient of these promises that God has spoken over you. Mm. Trust and believe and know that he yes. has spoken over you, that if you open your mouth with a mighty decree, he has promised so shall it be. And you know what? I would like to encourage before we get off the line, knowing that what you, what you decree, what God has shown you, you line up in agreement with the word of the Lord. You know the enemy is going to come and challenge you. But what did we say? That the word of God, it cannot be appealed. It cannot be challenged. And I remember reading a word when David was facing Goliath and it said this it says that when the when Goliath went to get up it said that David ran to the battle line and the reason why I'm saying that is that when you are faced with the enemies when they are talking to you when you when they're trying to get you off track don't run and shrink back and just say woe is me or wait till it pass over you gird up your loins with the word of God with that decree that God has given you and you meet that enemy right to his face. Like you said, casting down vain imagination, tearing down strongholds with the decree, with the word of God and see that enemy back up. He said the enemy has to flee. And so with the word of God, that is exactly the declaration that you make. You're not going to back up from it, but you're going to run to it and declare it. Like what you were talking about, you got to keep moving forward. And that's what you do in order to move forward with that decree is to meet that enemy head on and say, but God says, and whatever God says, that's what it is. Because what is happening is, is building up your confidence. It's building up. Uh, uh, the, the confidence in you where he says, I live for God, I live and for God, I die. He said he was going to do it. And that's what I believe that's going to happen. And watch what's going to happen. You know, these words are encouraging me. And I pray that it's encouraging the listeners on this radio broadcast, because we're living in a time right now where I believe God wants to show us something when even things look dark, he wants and look hopeless when it looks like the thing that that you were believing in, you have really cast it into the valley of dry bones. But what he said, you get that decree and you begin to speak this thing out and see what God is going to do. Because why? It's not only for you, but it's a testimony to others. He said, you shall show forth my glory. And when people begin, when they hear you speak those things and they see it come to pass, they're going to say, oh my God, look at God. You, you know, she spoke that and so she, and so it is. So it's not only for us, but it's for others to see that there is a God. And so that we continue to decree what we hear the spirit of the Lord is saying. I mean, this is powerful. This is absolutely Amen. powerful because I know that some of you have been waiting on things for some time and have probably given up on it. You know, I'm even thinking of some things, but God says, declare it. 
Declare it. What did he tell Ezekiel? He said, speak to it. He said, what shall I speak? And that may be a prayer. God, what shall I speak? What shall I say? What is and, it that you know, want me to declare this? Listen, and know that there is going to be a trying of your faith. Right. You speak it. Listen, when Jehoshaphat is speaking and, and telling the people what the word of God, uh, what the Lord has said when they sought him. And he's, they said, just raise your hands and go out and bless the Lord. And, you know, continue to pray. You don't need any weapons. And you're looking at an enemy that is forming against you that has weaponry, an enemy that is mighty in, in battle. And God is saying, but you don't need. So your faith will be tested and tried. But if you will take him at your word and make this decree over yourself when you're standing in faith, that I decree that I will be anxious for nothing. I'm Come not going to be now. fearful. I'm not going to worry. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, and I like to say with thunderous thanksgiving. I will make my request known before God. I believe to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. I'm not fearful because he didn't give me the spirit of That's fear. Right. I'm not anxious because I don't worry. By worrying, I can't change the situation anyway. If I stayed up all night and worried all day and stayed up all night and worried, not I couldn't gonna change, change a thing. No. It wouldn't change a thing. If the watchman on the, he said even if the watchman stay up, if I'm not the one keeping your city, if I'm not <laughs> The one you stand up in vain. You say you stand up in vain. Just know I don't care how mighty your army, how strong your currency. I don't care how great your nation. If God is not the keeper of that nation, if God is not the Lord of that nation, then I promise you that nation is going to go down. But when God becomes the Lord of your life, when God becomes the keeper of your heart, then he will defend you. And you don't have to be fearful and you don't have to be afraid. Even though war should rot, come against me, mm -hmm. even though men should gather against me, he said, don't worry about anything, but just praise me and bless me because he will cause them to stumble and fall. It might look like, but but Lord, they're, they're gaining ground. Lord, it looks like people are believing their lie. Lord, it looks like they're getting away with their deceit. Hold on. Don't you be fretful. Don't you be fearful. Think that's why we walk by faith and not by sight. It does look like they're winning. It does look like they're prevailing. If you look through the eyes of a natural man, but get yourself into the spirit of the living God and look through the eyes of faith. And then you will see what the psalmist has said. He says, surely you've set them in slippery places. Mm. Surely the end of the wicked. Oh God, you're going to cause them to fall like lightning, like in an instant and in a flash, it might look like when you are looking through the natural realm of your of your eyes, it might look like they're prevailing and they're marching. But when you get into the spirit of God and look through the eyes of faith, you begin to see that the wicked has never prevailed. There's never been a day. There's never been a, a thing that the wicked have formed against the righteous that has prevailed. No weapon formed against you. That's your decree. That's your promise in the word of God. No weapon formed against you. No lie told against you. No plot planned against you. No curse spoken against you has ever and will 
ever prevail. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers you out of them all. You got to know the word of God. This doesn't work if you don't know the word of God. But when you know the word of God and you have hidden that word in your heart, when you have studied that word to show yourself approved before God and out of the abundance of your heart, you begin to speak forth the word of God. He said that his word is a light to your path. He said that he sent his word and healed them. You've got to know above all of this that he has exalted his word above everything because if you really have studied you know that Jesus is the word made flesh so when you say I've hidden the word in my heart I filled my heart with Jesus Jesus is the word and the word is Jesus so when I say I'm speaking the word I'm speaking what the Lord has said That's I'm right. speaking the words that he this he said I am the way I am not a way I, I am, am the, the way, way the truth I am the, the truth. I'm not a truth. We, we keep speaking our truth. That's what the world says. Speak your truth. You don't listen. They can say that all day long, but there is only one truth. It's absolute. It's undefiled. It is settled forever in the heavens, and his name is still Jesus. <laughs> and that's it. Period. And, and we- we say, so shall so it be. Shall it so is. shall it be. So shall Make it be. Make a mighty decree over your children, over your circumstance, over the issues in your life. Make a mighty decree according to the word of God. And so shall, shall it, it be. be. My God. Well, finally, I think we have the spirit of the Lord has rose up in this place and allow his word to go forth. And I pray that it encourages everyone. I know because I'm even encouraged even the more. And I know you have to be encouraged as well. That God, you know, he, he the word has been set. And I know you must be dancing in your in your living room or bedroom or wherever you are listening. I know that your soul is lifted up with joy. And so, LJ Renee, if you would... Um, End us in prayer with a mighty decree. Amen. Blessing Amen. the Lord. Amen. God, we just thank you right now for your word has gone forth, oh God. The excitement, the energy, the electricity in this place, the Holy Spirit, that's who it is. That Lord is ministering right now to each and every person that's listening to this radio broadcast in the precious name of Jesus. Dear Lord, I declare and decree. Oh, God, that the promises that you have made, they are yay, yay, and amen. Who can challenge them? Who can appeal them? Who can reverse them? Who, dear Father, can give you counsel? But as we speak the word of God, it's so shall it be in the precious name of Jesus. I decree and declare that those who are listening to this radio broadcast in Jesus' name, that they begin, dear Father, by your word to proclaim the word if they're sick, oh, God. God, or some loved one is sick that they declare the word of God over them in the name of Jesus Christ. Someone's son is, is in trouble, oh God, but Lord, and the parent has done all that they could do, but Lord God calls them, dear Father God, to speak the word and say, you will not die, but you shall live to fulfill the promises that God has made. Oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, that one who is wayward, who's run away from home, 
home, God, and you've given them the, the promise that that child shall be saved, God, Lord, in the name of Jesus. It might not look like it now, but the word of God stands and the word of God carves out a path to that individual. And we declare and decree right now that that wayward child purpose shall be fulfilled, that they shall be brought back to their promise in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And we thank you, Father, in the precious name of Jesus. Those who are waiting on relationships, waiting, dear Father, for their partner, oh God, have lost, dear Father, God, faith, dear Father, this word go forth to them in the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We declare and decree that that man and woman, oh Father God, that you have for them, that God, that it is established and it shall be. I declare and decree there's someone that the doctor have told that you can't even have a child and you have set yourself in agreement with the doctor's word. But right now we break the cord of that agreement in the name of Jesus Christ. And you declare the word of the Lord that is not over. It's not final. It is what God says. And that God says that many shall be your children in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we thank you, God, because if we had to bow down to man's decree, if we had to bow down, dear Father God, to our own thoughts, God, we will be men and women most miserable. But there's one higher, and it is you, Father, that words work, that word work, it works, it works, oh Father. And who shall prevent it, dear God, that when we speak it, it shall be in the name of Jesus. So right now, in the name of Jesus, I declare that person, that God that seems to be chased by the enemy, God, I declare and decree, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that they shall not be a wanderer anymore, but they shall, their mind, they'll have a sound mind. I decree it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that one, oh God, that's heart is filled with filthy lucre, and have, dear Father, cast away your word. We declare and decree in the name name of Jesus Christ, that you shall be their delight in the name of Jesus, that God, that their decisions shall be made not by the money, God, but what you have spoken in the name of Jesus Christ, for you have set them there to be like a Joseph in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth to make way for the people of God and for the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We declare and decree that unrighteous laws, oh God, that's being made right now, they shall falter, oh Oh God, they shall disintegrate, they shall disappear, and the way of the Lord shall come forth in the precious name of Jesus. We declare and decree over this nation that this nation is uh, your nation, that God, that you, we have made you our God in the precious name of Jesus Christ. And we declare and decree that you are God, and beside you there is none other. So, Father, we thank you and we bless you. We exalt your holy name, oh God, and that God that we declare and decree that even tonight, oh God, or during the day, that God, that you would speak to the heart of your people in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Holy Spirit will whisper into their ear the promises, oh Father, and that they grab hold to it, God, and won't let it go when it looks like, dear Father, things are coming against them, and it looks like, dear Father, God, their world has turned topsy-turvy, that that word, dear Father, shall press through. It should carve out a path. It will split, dear Father, God, the opposition in two and that God your word dear father shall be established it's fixed oh God in the precious name of Jesus so we thank you and we bless you in Jesus name hallelujah hallelujah, hallelujah and hallelujah. hallelujah to the name of the Lord and amen yeah.
So shall it be. So shall it be. You're listening to the Wave of Praise Christian Radio. Catch the wave. Catch the wave.